VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the host, guest, and its callers. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Say right off the bat, right off the bat, Happy New Year. Uh, this is a fabulous year. I'm calling it the Year of Gold. And uh, it, it has just been fabulous for me so far. I am thrilled to be part of this powerful lineup on Voice America. My program, Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, features stories of people who are just busting the, through, I, I want to say, the big chunks. We have uh, the jackhammer out for 2004, and there is nothing that's going to hold us back. Today, my guest is Mark Altman, and there has not been a single thing put up in front of him that has held him back in his life. Uh, he, uh, he, he has had early training in leadership, high adventure in the Boy Scouts. He lives and breathes the adventure of life. He does what we say here on Crust Busting. He lives life full out. And today we're gonna we're gonna go on a journey with Mark. We're gonna go on a little adventure with Mark. Mark's gonna take us through some amazing things he is doing with his own in his own life, and uh, with his family, and in the greater good for all of society in the way of leadership. So let's not take one more moment and let's welcome Mark. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing very well, thank you. You know. I, I want to just say a couple of things right now. Uh, there is so much that we can talk about, uh, and, and let me start out by saying this. Uh, the picture on your website sums it up for me. Uh, it's, it's you standing there, uh, what I thought was uh, mountain climbing. That goes to show you what I know, but it's actually ice climbing. Right, we were ice climbing. I was ice climbing in Alaska uh, in the Chillicut Mountain Range a couple years ago and had an absolutely incredible time. The, the beauty of the landscape and the challenge of the environment, and coupled with the high adventure of the climbing itself, was absolutely a, a wonderful experience, something everybody ought to, ought to go do. I agree with you. And, uh, you know, what we're here to do today is to help people see the possibility of doing things like that in their lives, aren't we? Oh, that's right. You know, I I look at everything that you've done, the adventures you've been on, and we're going to talk about them. But what I'm drawn to immediately is that you are continuing to, you know, to to new new heights. Actually, actually, you're you're continuing in the way of new lengths because um, as a follow up to your trip with your then now that I know your then ten year old uh, son. Uh, on mountain bikes from uh, Rome, Italy to Edinburgh, Scotland. You have a follow-up adventure we'll talk about later. But it's so interesting for our listeners to hear about what that was like to take your 10-year-old son uh, on a mountain bike from Rome to Scotland. I can't even imagine it. But if you, tell us a little bit about that. And also... How did you get 
started on this, well, you know, this amazing passion? Well, it was the the passion part I think I've had ever since I was a, a kid, but um, the tr- specific trip from Rome to Edinburgh, I wanted to educate him and my other kids on seeing Europe and seeing different places in the world and having a good frame of reference for the people that understanding that people are people everywhere they go. They have the mm-hmm. same dreams and desires and fears and concerns and all those things. And the best way that I knew to do that was to actually take the kids, you know, to these places to meet these people. And so that was where kind of the impetus started was from desiring to teach them about the world. And then the way we did it is we just began planning it, hoping that one day it could happen. And um, it's real funny that it was actually something that most of us would look as a bad thing Mm -hmm. that caused me to actually get to go. And that was I was laid off from a company I was working for Mm. and really had no idea. In fact, I wasn't living near family. I had no idea how I was going to... uh, find another job or where I was going to work or any of those things. And yet we decided that we were going to take, we were going to look at this as an opportunity and we were going to take the time to go on a three month long bicycle trip across Europe that we had planned to do one day. And we were going to take advantage of this and make it happen. And while I was gone, of course, I would then send out resumes and make a plan for the Mm -hmm. next part of my life after the trip. Wow. And, uh, you know, and so, what you and I have that in common, you know, those downsizing layoff opportunities really did enable us to live our dream, don't you think? Oh, yeah, for me, definitely. It was a, you know, if you had just quit a job, <laughs> you know, to family, friends, and all that, they would kind of wonder, you know, where where your head was and if you were being irresponsible and whatever. So in a way, it was a very freeing thing to be able to say, well, wait, I didn't quit. I got laid off. I, I didn't have a choice. Uh-huh. And it, But it gave me the perfect excuse, if you will, to seize a dream and to really go for it without any kind of negative baggage, you know, that others might have put on me. So I guess in a sense I kind of copped out, but it worked out really well and, and showed me the fa- in a very fundamental way something that I think is important for all of us, and that's that sometimes the thing that, for the moment that we think is such a bad or negative thing, mm-hmm. the trick is if you can turn it to become a positive, then that's where some real power can lie. Yeah, that's in the the trick in that is not letting the crust build up on that. Exactly. Yeah. So you 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 like me, we took immediate action. You know, I have to ask you this question because I, I want folks to know that it isn't just you know Mark here. This is Mark, and he has a family. He has uh, his fabulous wife, Dawn, and four children. And, you know, when we're talking about these adventures, I don't want our listeners to get the sense that this is Mark just doing this for Mark. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about the process that you and your family use and, you know, how supportive your wife, Dawn, is through this. Yeah, she's dynamite. Um, the the great thing is we sit down as a family fairly regularly and we talk about what all of our dreams are and we we actively educate the kids on on learning how to dream without limits mm-hmm. saying hey what is your dream and and if they try to interject well if i you know if i could find the time money smarts whatever we say no 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 
without all that? What is the dream itself? We'll figure out the rest of it. We'll figure out the how-to later. Uh I want to know solely what is your dream. And once we coach them into saying, okay, I really want to be an astronaut, which in fact is what my oldest son wants to do, Mm -hmm. um, then we say, okay, if you want to do that, then there are some things we need to plan for success. We need a plan to make that happen. And so we've done that with the trip. We sat down and said, (laughs) hey, here is my, meaning Mark, here is my dream, here's my vision. What do you guys think, and how do we roll your dreams and visions into what I'm proposing? And can we make all of our dreams come true at the same time? Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly what we did, and we, we began a plan. Once we, once we had down that dream, um, then we began a plan as to how that was going to happen. Yeah, and, and uh, let me get back to this trip with your son. Um uh, that's a scary thing I'm thinking right now. I got a little fear coming up, you know, imagining taking a 10-year-old, uh, you know, uh, across, uh, oh, it's just unbelievable adventure. Were you ever scared on that trip? You know, I was. There were a couple times that I was, and, and especially before we went, you know, it was so apprehensive. I think that's the lesson for me and for maybe all of us in life is that the very things that I was most apprehensive about turned out to be the things that I, that I didn't need to worry about at all. I mean, for <laughs> example, the people that were there were so nice and so oh. friendly and so helpful, and yet I was concerned initially about, man, we're going 9,000 miles from anybody we know, mm. we're a whole ocean away, what happens if something goes wrong, and on and on. And it turned out that that was actually the least of my fears. I mean, it was the my greatest fear, or logical fear, as it turned out, were the same things I would have had here. You know, what about traffic? What about, uh, you know, financial type thing of, of just, you know, transferring money from dollars to whatever the currency was? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the things that we might have in an everyday life. So, I mean, I was really prepared for those kinds of crises because obviously I deal with them every day. Yeah. It was the things that you sitting here would think, were the big deals that turned out not to be the big deal at all. And I think that's the lesson, that if we just have, if we can do away with our fear of failure or at least learn to embrace failure in a way that that allows us to learn from it mm-hmm. and to grow from it, if we can mm-hmm. do that first step, then normally the things that we would have been scared about in the first place, we find out those really aren't a big deal at all. They're easily dealt with. So it's actually taking a look at you know, the term failure and say, wait a minute, this is not that. This is really a lesson. And right. this lesson that's showing up for me today is getting me ready for huge, huge success in areas that I don't even know about. Uh, and, you know, uh, we're going to talk more about that. We're going to take a, a brief break right now, Mark. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this trip. But I would like to talk more about your vision and where you're going and all the, you know, the amazing things you're doing, including the upcoming expedition. So would you uh, hold on? We'll be right back. Uh, for our listeners, I'd like to give out our number right now. Uh, if you've got questions for me, Dr. Pat or Mark, uh, the number here is 1-888-335-5204. Give us a call and uh, let's chat a little bit. If you're kind of getting chicken skin listening from this, Wait till you hear the story that Mark is going to get you're going to share with us regarding his son. So stay tuned, we'll be right back.
Have you just seen a good movie? Have you just seen a bad movie? Whatever the case may be, join Elmer and Jessica on the Out and About Hour, sponsored by Grand Cinemas, every Saturday at 3 Pacific Time on VoiceAmerica.com, the leader in Internet talk radio. Every year, over one million marriages end in divorce. Divorce Talk is the only radio program focusing on the subject of divorce. Hosted by Carl Palatnik, president of DivorceInteractive.com, Divorce Talk features guests from a variety of divorce-related fields who will discuss and field questions on a multitude of subjects. Tune in every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for this informative and thought-provoking program right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. My guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call into Positive Living on Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, and 4 p.m. Pacific right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Lives. Spirits Rising with Linda Reed and Joy Del Giudice is a show dedicated to exploring and reporting on the intuitive arts, healing, and the rising emphasis on personal spiritual pursuits. Heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, Spirits Rising will report on the latest breakthroughs in long-distance healing, meditation, and sound therapy. We will also provide information for those curious about metaphysics, things beyond what we can see, feel, or touch. So whether it's meditation, angels, UFOs, or an interest in developing the intuitive side of your life, listen to Spirits Rising with Linda Reed and Joy Del Giudice every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. Did you know that who you are and how you feel can be determined by your handwriting? It's true. And on As I See It with Ron Rice, he'll prove it. Heard every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. As I See It will discuss how profiling handwriting can do everything from matchmaking to solving crimes. Ron will show you how to detect temper, love, and jealousy in the written word, as well as have discussions on some of the most famous letters of all time, such as the John Bonet Ramsey ransom note. This show is interactive, so you can send us handwriting samples to have analyzed on the air. The written word is a powerful thing. Find out how powerful by listening to As I See It every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on voiceamerica.com. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust busting. Well, welcome back, and you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. And yeah, that's me. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, uh better known as Pat Buster Basile, although yesterday I got a new name from a, from a listener, one that I hadn't thought about. We uh, do exercises here with Post-it Notes. And uh, that listener thought I should be called Post-it Patty. So I'm going to sit on that for a little bit for 2004. Now, we are here on Voice America on Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. And again, Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific Time. And uh, we are honored today to have with us Mark Altman. I want to tell you, Mark will be able to talk to you about 
so many things involving leadership, and what we're talking about right now is high adventure in parenting. And before the break, Mark, we were talking about your trip uh, from Rome to Scotland and uh, your, at the time, 10-year-old son. Um, I think you had shared with me that there was an event that happened on that trip that was pretty scary. You want to share that with our listeners? Yeah, we had uh, we were riding down a mountain in Germany called the Little Mountain, mm-hmm. and uh, we were flying down that mountain at at literally over fifty miles an hour. Um, Whoa! And yeah, and he's he's in he was on his own bike, so I can't. It's not like I can call time out and get him or anything. He's mm-hmm. on his own bike, and in fact, we had had a little bit of a miscommunication. I told him to go, but I didn't mean instantly. I was pulling a I was pulling a trailer. And so as he took off down the mountain from the top uh, and I was trying to pedal behind him, he got a real jump on me. Wow. And so he's pedaling for all he's worth going down this mountain, and I'm really trying to catch him. And uh, there's a 300-foot cliff, or was a 300-foot cliff on the right-hand side that went over the guardrail and then down 300 feet through some trees and into a stream that came there off the mountain in the melting snow water. Oh, my goodness. And so, yeah, if he had gone, you know, if he did a pebble, a rock, a stick, or whatever, he would have just gone right over the edge. And and so it it was really a scary thing. But the funny part was is that as I'm riding behind him, I, I, I'm yelling to him to stop or to slow down, and he can't hear me, but I can hear him. And he is just laughing and giggling, <laughs> and he thinks it's just a great time. And it really gave him a lot of confidence. Before that, he had been riding pretty cautiously and whatnot, and as a dad, that's probably a good thing. But it taught me also, I think, at the end of that ride, that, or the end of that particular mountain, that the confidence it gave him about his own ability was really worth it. And when we came back to the States afterward, he and I had to sit down and have a talk because he and his mother uh, had a bit of a discussion because she wanted to continue, of course, as you can, he's only, he was only 10, she wanted to continue to mother him and treat him like a, a typical 10-year-old. Oh. But because I mean, he was like, wait a minute, I navigated us all the way across Europe. I've, I've done all these things and seen these places and all that. I'm not, maturity-wise and confidence-wise and all these things, I'm not a normal 10-year-old. Wow, isn't and that so, the yeah, truth? Yeah, and so we had to, you know, I had to sit down with him and say, okay, look, you know, there's a difference between where we were and and how mom looks at where we were, you know, so you need to kind of be conscious of that. And so, but it was a great learning experience, all of it. I mean, every, from the time we spent at the German concentration camp to the wonderful mm-hmm. museums we saw to Omaha Beach in Normandy, I mean, all those things, to, to going in the prime minister's residence in London. It was all a wonderful, incredible learning experience that wouldn't have happened had he and I both not had uh, the thought of, of busting through the normal crust of life to, to get through that and say, mm-hmm. you know what, we're going we're gonna to go for this and make it happen. Well, you and I both, so, you know, I mean, this is going to, you know, this may sound a little strange to some people, but I'm going to say it anyway. I look back at my downsizing event as you probably are looking back at being laid off and say, thank you, thank you, God. Oh, yeah. You know, and thank you for that. At the time, we may not be thanking too many people, 
uh, and you know, in the moment of it. But it, it and it is important to recognize, and this is something I say quite a bit on the air, and I get quite a bit of emails, quite a few emails. Change doesn't have to take forever, and it doesn't have to be painful. We have in our minds and our hearts the absolute power of the universe to manifest the situations that we want in our lives. And, you know, we could talk more about that. In your case, it was like, oh, my goodness, severance pay, right, Mark? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) You even got the trip funded. (laughs) Well, exactly, exactly. And so in my case, in fact, I had been promoted just, I don't know, a month or two before that, I guess. Uh, And so things were really looking up. And then all of a sudden they said, hey, so I was as, you know, as high professionally I maybe as you can be because Mm -hmm. I'd just been promoted with with all the nice things being said about you and all that that go with that. Oh, yes. And then they said, well, by the way, we appreciate you so much. We're now laying you off. And and so for a moment, uh, you know, and I I won't kid about it, it was a day or so, I guess, Mm -hmm. that I was like, man, this is, you know, this is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, but very quickly came to understand that, no, if I – if I choose, and that's the important part, I chose to look at it that, wait, no, this is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. This is, in fact, a good thing. It's an opportunity that's been laid before me, and I'm going to um, seize that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, do, let me do this for a minute. I want to give out the number again because I'd love to hear from people that have had similar situations and have been able to turn it around or are facing similar situations and would like a little coaching. Uh, because, you know, from your perspective, Mark, you are uh, a keynote speaker, you are a lecturer, you are a founder of uh, institutes, leadership centers, and, uh, you know, a personal experience plus some of the the, the tips and teachings are, are fabulous for the people that are listening. Let me give this number, one eight 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 three three five five two zero four. Give us a call. That's toll-free, 1-888-335-5204, and let's hear where you are. Let's hear if you have something going on right now. Now, Mark, let me just, let me just ask you this. That, that's one adventure, but it doesn't stop there. No, not um, at my all. Understa- no, um, my understanding is that you're getting ready for an expedition in 2004 with your entire family because you don't want to leave anybody out, right? Right, exactly. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, the the other kids uh, were kind of jealous, I mean, in a good way, of uh-huh. little Mark going to Europe. And so uh-huh. we almost immediately, in fact, it was such a success, we almost immediately began planning to do another trip. And we had thought of going back to Europe for the, for obvious reason, to allow the kids to experience what Mark had. Um, but shortly after that, 9-11 happened, and the war in Iraq happened, and some other things happened that caused us to say, you know what, there's some really great things in our own country, and we want to experience some of those too. And so we decided to ride mountain bikes from Portland, or excuse me, recumbent tricycles uh, made by a company here in the States called Whizwheel, who we're going to ride from Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. across the northern tier of the United States, um, through Illinois, Lincoln's birthplace, and Indiana, and then we're going to dip down Further south is Jamestown, and then we're going to go into Washington, D.C., wow. and ride up to New York City and end in Portland, Maine. So it's the Portland to Portland tour. And so. When does cover, that start? It'll start on May 15th, is the current, that's the current planned kickoff date. Now, that day may shift by one or two days, but 
May 15th is the date we're using. Um, and it should end around August the 30th. It'll take 110 days, the trip will. Mm, wow. And so, yeah, it's going to be, we have 29 places that our local congressman, uh, Congressman Kevin Brady, is helping us to get access to uh, and access to the people who work there to be able to interview them and talk to them about their own um, dreams and their the ways that they've, to use your term, how they've busted their own crust mm-hmm. to, to achieve their dreams. So we're going to do some of that, and we're going to use it as an educational website for children and for teachers as a resource in their classrooms and for families to teach them how to have their own adventures and how to use those adventures as a as a parenting tool in their own families. No, oh, that's that is absolutely phenomenal. And you know, you and I have talked about uh, following you. Of course, uh, Portland is a hop, skip, and a jump away, and right. uh, we would love to be there for the kickoff of this. And uh, you're also documenting this, aren't you? Yeah, we have a graduate film student from Stephen F. Austin State University who's going with us to uh, film it as a documentary, and for him, it will be uh, his resume or his, it's also his MFA project, um, his essentially his thesis for his advanced degree, mm-hmm. and so we're going to, uh, he's going to film it as a documentary, and that film will go to libraries and parenting groups and that kind of thing, and we'll also go to the various film festivals that are around the world. Mm-hmm. Is there a book uh, deal in here? Well, actually, what we're planning to do is each of the kids is going to keep a journal, okay. um, their own independent journal. Then those four journals will be added together to become a book from the kids' perspective. Now, I will probably write some kind of book based on all our adventures mm-hmm. at some point in the near future, but but the kids, I, I would like to get their perspective and, quite frankly, when they go to apply to university here in just another few years, for, mm-hmm. for Mark, um, when they apply to university, they'll be able to say, rightfully so, that they're a published author, mm-hmm. and of course that will help them in their own future endeavors. So, wow. And, yeah. and I hope, maybe more importantly, I hope that it will inspire other kids to go to their families if, if their family hadn't done it on their own, for the kids to go to the family and say, hey, I just read this book by these four kids, and... Maybe we could do something like that, even if it were a smaller scale. Well, you're inspiring me. Hold on just for one minute. Let's take a short break, because when we come back, we're going to be speaking with Mark Altman about leadership and in terms of family, but more importantly, in terms of our society and an amazing concept that uh, Mark is implementing, and uh, it's called, the well, let's talk about it, the role of filial love and, uh, and the role that that plays in leadership. So... Stay tuned uh, if you want to hear more about this expedition. If you'd like to support Mark and his family in this expedition, please give us a call, 1-888-335-5204. Have any questions uh, on the process and how this family gets together? Again, you're uh, here with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We're doing crust busting your way to an awesome life. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You protect your home by locking the doors. You put your money in a safe to make sure it isn't stolen. But how do you protect your identity? 
The fastest growing crime in our country is identity theft. Learn how to protect yourself by listening to Bill Rogers on his show, From Face to Fingerprint, heard every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. On the show, Bill and his guests will discuss safety and privacy issues, as well as biometric identification. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Listen to From Face to Fingerprint with Bill Rogers every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, right here on voiceamerica.com. Did you know that if a customer has a bad experience, they statistically will tell five people about it, and a satisfied customer will only tell two or three? Can your company afford to lose any business? If you want to know how to better serve your customers, then you need to tune into the Customer Connection with your host, CJ Stafford. On the show, CJ will teach you new ways to talk to your customers and give you up-to-date research to help you and your company succeed in today's business world. So tune in and get connected to the Customer Connection every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on voiceamerica.com, the leader in Internet talk radio. With the rising cost of health care, don't you think that you should be receiving faster and more efficient service? If you feel this way, you are not alone. Healthcare 911, A Critical Condition in the Heartland with Carrie Stone is a show dedicated to informing and educating you on how we the people can help to improve the healthcare system. On the show, Carrie will bring you informative guests and allow you to call in with your questions and opinions on how we can help clean up the healthcare system. So won't you please join Carrie every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Together, we can make a difference. Learn how to improve the quality of your work life with Beth Sims on her show, Work Life Today. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Work Life Today is a show that will keep you a step ahead of the changing business culture with cutting-edge ideas and applications. Learn how to immediately improve your work conditions, get motivated, and discover the power you have over your own life with Beth and her esteemed guests. Tune in to Work Life Today every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Well, welcome back. Uh, from uh, welcome back, we're we're back here from break with uh, the amazing Mark Altman, and you are listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. And let me just remind you about crust. It's something that you know each and every one of us gets along the way. Uh, I certainly have had my dose in you know <laughs> along my journey, and as recently as over the holidays. But basically, it's the idea that you are whole, perfect, and complete. And there's nothing that can stop you from living your dream. But we sometimes get this conditioning, the I can'ts, the I shoulds, the don't do this, you can't, you know, you shouldn't have this. And we just call that crust right here because that is not the truth of who we are. And what we do on this show and we're doing right here with Mark Altman is we are busting through the the layers of crusty conditioning so that we live life full out. And, uh, you know, let me, let me say this. If you have a question or a comment and you'd like to speak with us, please give us a call at 1-888-335-5204. And we're here to answer your questions or hear your story. So, Mark, let's talk about this a little bit. You know, this is an adventure you're going on. How do you and your family come up 
with agreement and consensus. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, you've got four children and and, and Dawn, and this is a family unit. Does Mark go in and say, we're going to do this? How does this work? Well, I mean, to, to some degree, I mean, obviously somebody, one of us at some point, has to say, um, you know, have the overarching plan. However, mm-hmm. and, and that's normally me. Only I, I guess that, uh, in fact, you and I have talked about in the past where I've told you that I tend to be, just by strength, my, my strength of mm-hmm. my person, I tend to be the big dream guy, the okay. big overarching plan guy. Mm-hmm. And thankfully enough for me, my wife is the detail person. She comes along and says, hey, Mark, that's a great plan, wonderful dream, I want to be part of it. However, remember that we, if we're going to make it, we got to solve this, 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 and this. Hallelujah and so, to Dawn. And the detail. I mean, you and I, we are so blessed to have people like that in our lives, aren't we? Oh, yeah, huge. I mean, just <laughs> indispensable to have. I mean, if she were also a big dream person, then we would probably find it more difficult because there would be these little ankle biters that mm-hmm. would continue to kind of, you know, nip at our heels. But yet... Yeah. Because and or if both of us were detail oriented, we might get so bound up in the details that we might not achieve what we know that together we can achieve. So uh, yeah, that's I, part of it. Yeah, it is. I mean, actually, we'd show up in Portland with five people to go on the trip and three bicycles. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. And so, the, but the great part is, is that for our family as a whole, what we mm-hmm. normally do is we sit down at the dinner table, not necessarily while eating, although that sometimes then too, but we sit down at the dinner table and we talk about and ask each other, We, Dawn and I ask the kids, you know, if what are your dreams? What do you want out of this? Here's what, here's what as mom and dad, here's what we're thinking of doing. What do you think of it? And if you were going to be behind it, if you like it, what do you want out of it? Is there somewhere you want to visit? Um, and so, or is there something you want to do along the way? And I and I told you in the past that my, do- my daughter, Megan, my youngest mm-hmm. daughter, we were telling the kids that, hey, look, if we do this, we're going to have to camp out every night, and it's only going to be showers every other day or so, and you're going to have to sleep on the ground, and there's some deprivations you're going to have to go through. And Megan sat and listened to all of that stuff, and no friends for the summer and that kind of thing, or at least the friends she knows now. And and she listened to all that, and at the end she said, I only want one thing. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, really, what's that? And she said, I want to be famous. There you and go. So, and so I said, well, you know, there's going to be news folks and, and all of this, and, you know, I'm sure that you're going to get to be on the news and that kind of thing. And, of course, to her, that's famous because she's, okay. only, she's only 10. So to her, that's famous. And she said, okay, then I'm in. And I said, well, wait a minute, what about all the hard pedaling and the rain and the sleeping on the ground? I don't care. If I get to be famous, that's all I want. And so that's a good illustration of how we rolled in. You know, I didn't say to her, well, Megan, being famous, that's silly. That's not mm-hmm. a good thing to want. I encouraged your dream and said, okay, Megs, you know, if that's what you want, is there anything else, you know, that about the trip that you want to fix or change? Or And so we did that with all the kids and got their input and then as best we could, we rolled those things into, into our vision of the trip. And as we told them then about the trip, how it was developing, we explained to them, see, here's your part of the vision, and here's mm-hmm. where you want, what you wanted to see. Is this right? Is this how you wanted it to be? And we get a yes, no, and, and obviously act accordingly. So 
Wow. Well, consensus, family consensus. Now, tell me this. How many stops are you, I mean, well, let me ask a different question. How many miles a day are you planning to uh, to ride? Well, there's 110 days available. So right. on average, we have to average, what, 45 or 50 miles a day. Wow. Now, as it, well, as it turns out, our trikes, we can pedal pretty comfortably about 15 miles an hour. Oh, that's okay. pretty comfortably now, mm-hmm. and that's on flat ground. So, but but you know, if you go uphill, obviously you get to go downhill on the other side. So, right now I'm counting most of that as a wash, and the prevailing winds blow from west to east, the direction we're going. So we shouldn't have to fight too many headwinds. We should get a lot of tailwinds. Mm-hmm. So, for all of that, I'm planning on 10 miles an hour per day, and if that's the case. We only have to pedal five hours a day. Oh, it's very in the good. summertime, and it's up north, so we're going to have longer days uh, than, than in the wintertime, obviously. So we're going to have plenty of daylight and plenty of time. We should have plenty of time to see what we want to see. Wow. We would like to average about 65 miles a day. And, and based on what Mark and I did in Europe, we think that's easily doable. Oh, that sounds fabulous. You know, congratulations to you and your family, and we will be watching this trip. And you and I talked about uh, setting up a way to monitor it uh, through the crustbusting.com website, and that is my website, www.crustbusting.com. And uh, let's take a minute right now, Mark, and let people know, uh, how, how can they contact you? What is your website? Well, we have two websites. The, the trip website is m 2 the letter M and the number two, expedition.com. Okay. And Say it one more time. M2, expedition.com. And that's the number two. It's right, M, the, the number, number two, two, expedition.com. Right. And what's a number? Do you have a number that if people would like to contact you or sponsor this trip or know more about it or... Uh, meet you. Our listeners are, are international, so you know there may be people listening all across the country, and they may want to uh, meet you somewhere. Yeah, um, and in fact, we have a number of people. We have a, a bike club out of New York that actually is going to show us how to get across New York City oh. uh, while we're there. And so we have a number of people who are going to meet us along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if people go to the website and realize that they live along the route because the route's on the website. Oh, great. If they realize that they're on our route or near our route and would like to meet us, if they email me, that's usually the easiest way for for um, Internet users. That's usually the easiest way is to email me because then we can – you know, I can email them a map, and we can do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if they would like to contact me by phone, they can. It's 281-650-3190. That's 281-650-3190. And if you're listening and have questions for either uh, Mark or myself, please give us a call right here. VoiceAmerica.com, 1-888-335-5204. Now, Mark, uh, before we take a short break, I, I want to just touch on, you know, what, you know, the, the, the amazing work that you are doing, your speaking engagements, your workshops that move beyond the family dialogue and move into the place of organizations and in particular leadership. And uh, I know this is also a passion for you, uh, and uh, there, there are many things that you are planning to do in this area. Uh, 
Uh, before we go to break, let's just touch on this. You, we talk about the role of filial love. Uh, could you briefly say a few words, and when we come back from break, I would like you to talk about that in depth. Yeah, the, the concept is that there are three components to leadership. First, we must have a filial love, and in a minute we'll talk about what that means. Well, a filial love for those whom we propose to lead, whether they're on our family, church group, business, society at large, wherever. Second, we have to have a vision or a dream that we want to accomplish, a goal we want to accomplish. And the third thing is then you have to have the management skills to get us there. Okay. And wow, so, that's great. Yeah, those are the three main components, and each of those have a little bit of explanation necessary, but by and large, that's that's the deal. And uh, I'm currently finishing up a master's degree in leadership, okay. and then I'm going on to Gonzaga University to do a Ph.D. in leadership studies starting this fall after our big trip. Wow. So, you do have a plan, Mark. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> well, let's say let's take a let's take a short break here and give our listeners a chance to call in toll free at one eight 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 three three five five two zero four. And you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basili. We're here on you know the amazing uh, VoiceAmerica.com. Thursdays, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Uh, East Coast, uh, Eastern Time, and we are busting crust left and right with Mark Altman today. Amazing, amazing uh, family, the Altman family, and stay, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're going to hear something brand new about leadership. We'll be right back. If you are a self-published author or an independent publisher, you know how difficult it is to gain maximum exposure. For the latest ways to increase publicity for your work, tune in to On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Maxine will interview thriving independent authors and give you the opportunity to call in and have your questions answered. She will also teach you fresh and innovative ways to gain more visibility and enhance sales for your book. The printed word has the ability to record culture and make history. Once again, that's On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Make your words count on voiceamerica.com. Have all your estate questions answered by John Vermillion on Estate Planning with a Purpose every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America. Learn how to incorporate long-term care into your estate plan, discover the benefits of charitable giving, and find out how to develop a plan that will save you money come tax time. Everyone should have an estate plan. Get yours started the right way by listening to John Vermillion and his show, Estate Planning with a Purpose, heard every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Do you or someone that you love live with a mental disability? Would you like to find some new and exciting ways to help? Then you need to tune in to Win Without Losing with your hosts, Dr. Paul Voldsov and Dr. Jan Cunningham, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. On the show, the doctors will bring you informative guests and allow you to call in and get answers to your questions on mental health. Once again, that is Win Without Losing every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time with Dr. Voldsov and Dr. Cunningham right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. How are you coping in today's new and down economy? The Work World's Radio Hour will explore many of the challenges companies and families face in the 21st century. Beth and her guests will discuss how the current economy impacts areas ranging from career transitions, families, and new technology. Listen to the Work World's Radio Hour every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com.
Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust-busting. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're here with Mark Altman, at, at Adventure Extraordinaire, and he has been sharing uh, the actions and the things that he has done with his family. And, Mark, uh, during the break, we talked about uh, giving out your – let's give out your information again because you mentioned to me that you have these amazing resources. Yeah, we really do. We have resources that will help families in whether it's a beginning family who says to me, Mark, I, I've never even taken my kids in a walk through the park or it's someone who says, hey, we go camping all the time, but we would like to take it to the next level um, of using that as a parenting tool. And so if they will email me uh, either at mark, mark at taolc.com, or if they'll log into our, look at our website, m2expedition.com, and they can email me from there. And I will email them, or if it need be, uh, slow mail them uh, resources that will allow them to take it to the next level and really utilize some of these things in their own families. Yeah, that's that is fabulous. Now we started to talk about um, uh, uh, leadership a little bit, and uh, you know, you have resources regarding uh, the adventure side of it, but you are a resource regarding leadership. So tell us a little bit about the, what filial love is and, Philly, and how it affects leadership. The, there were a, a group of people called the Middle Greeks, referring to the Greek people that lived around the time of Jesus Christ, just to give us a, a time reference, um, not, a, not a religious reference, but a time reference. And those Greeks had 63 different words for the word love, and, and so do we, really. I mean, if I say that I love my wife, that is different than saying I love ice cream. I mean, those. while I may feel the same, you know, in other words, while I may love both of them, it's a different kind of love, obviously. And so the kind of love that they were referring to when they talked about filial love, it literally means brotherly love, like the city of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Oh, yeah. And that that kind of love can mean everything from a love of a best friend, a, ne- a next-door neighbor you've lived to, next to for a long time, an old Army buddy in my case, um, or just a love of humanity. If you're driving home today and you come across a little old lady broken down on the side of the road, whether you know it or not, the reason you might stop to help her is out of your sense of filial love for her. And that's what that concept means. Now, in my case, the way it plays into my leadership model I read guys like Stephen Covey and Ken Blanchard and a number of others, and those guys talked about servant leadership and principle-based leadership in the case of Stephen Covey. But both those things had in common the fact that they talked about being a servant and helping others as as the basis of leadership. And my basic question was, well, okay, I believe in servant leadership, as as Covey and Greenleaf and Ken Blanchard do, but why would I be a servant leader? Okay. 
And my the only answer that I could come up with, or the, certainly the best answer I could come up with, was out of my sense of filial love for others. Mm-hmm. And if you think of it like a car, if you think of leadership, the leadership model, like a car, a car has a good, strong frame to it. If it doesn't, then you have a collection of parts laying on the ground that you can't move across the street. Leadership is the same way. Filial love is that frame that management skills, that vision, that all those communication skills, all those things get bolted onto our frame. Now, vision, the second part of the leadership model, the ability to dream and have a goal and communicate that goal to others, that's the motor to our car. Guys like Alexander Graham Bell or Mm -hmm. Edison or Thomas Jefferson or anybody else, the Wright brothers, for example, those guys and, and ladies of history, they had a big old motor bolted onto their frame. I mean, they had a huge vision that in some cases engendered them to a lot of crust, a lot of people telling them, you're crazy, you can't do that. I mean, think of the Wright brothers. I mean, how many people told them, look, you two can't even do an automobile, you're just bicycle mechanics. How do you propose that you're going to fly? And yet they made an aircraft, obviously, that did fly, and today we have airplanes that, that all of us get on all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, their vision came true. And, and Edison is another example of something like that, or Ford. All those people are examples of that. And then the third part of that, after you have a frame and you have a strong motor, the third part of that is management skills. And management skills is just like the steering wheel or the gas pedal or brake pedal in our car. None of us would get into a car that didn't have a steering wheel or a brake pedal right? Well, the same is true with leadership. Mm -hmm. While you may know someone who has an incredible motor and you know that they truly care for you and care about you and care about the organization, if they don't have the management skills, if they don't have the steering wheel and brake pedal and gas pedal to get them there, or at least know that they don't have those skills and Mm -hmm. rely on someone who does, then the car is not going to go very far because we don't have the management skills to get us there. We don't have the ability to steer to get there. What a great way of looking at that. Um, and, you know, I, 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 having worked in the area of leadership myself, it's, it's really an amazing, an amazing, amazing approach. And, uh, you know, I, I think for, for what we're doing is, you know, we're opening the door for a new way of looking at leadership, a new way of looking at the way to approach. But the idea of filial love, now correct me if I'm wrong, the idea of filial love means that as a leader, I have to find a place of compassion in my heart for all people that work for me. Oh, very much. Is that what we're saying? Oh, very much. And in fact, let's say that you're a leader who has to lay someone off or has to fire them. Mm -hmm. And you might say, well, wait a minute, Mark, I'm a boss. I have to do these hard things of laying people off and firing them and such. How can I do that? and yet be a true leader, be, have you know, that filial love. And my point is just that. Is you, you would, if you truly care for them, I mean, you may have to say, I'm sorry, but your vision and my vision aren't working out, and, and we need you to, to go somewhere that your visions line up better than it does here, or your style or personality lines up better than here. But you know what? I, I care about you being successful, and I care about you as a person, and so let me help you to, go, to do that, to be able to do that. And you sit with them a moment maybe and get 
an idea of their dreams and aspirations, although if you truly care for them, you probably already know some of those things, but you ask and say, now how can I help you fulfill those dreams? Is it merely a letter of introduction? Is it, you know, what is it that will allow me to help you? And if you approach it from that angle, if that's your way of looking at it, then there are very few people who are going to be angry with or hold it against you that your dreams haven't exactly lined up if they know it's genuine. Mm -hmm. And the same is true with family issues or promoting them into further areas of responsibility or whatever. If they know that it's being done because you truly care for them as a person, then it's very different. i give you a good example of this. If I walk into you and say, Pat, we have to have this project done by next Monday. And if you don't get it done, I'm going to fire you. Mm. Well, I haven't led you anywhere. I've bribed you or I've, rather I've coerced you into doing it. I've threatened you into doing it. Mm. That's not leadership because you're going to say, okay, I'll get it done by Monday. But one of these days, you're going to really need something from me mm. or the company's really going to need something from me. And we'll see how far you get then. On the other hand, if I walk in and say, Pat, we need this done by Monday, and if you get it done, I'll give you $10,000, a bonus or whatever. Well, I haven't led you then either. I've bribed you. Mm-hmm. Now, it may be a bribe that you that you want. I mean, it may be something like that, but it's still a bribe. Short-term payoff. Right. Leadership, however, is you're doing it because you know that I'm asking you to do something difficult, but I'm asking you because I care about the organization and I care about your place in the organization and, and I care about you and I'm and and I'm inspiring all mm-hmm. of us to do the things sometimes hard, sometimes easy, that it takes for us to get to our joint vision, to our shared vision yeah. of where things ought to be. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm always amazed at how quickly time passes on this show. You are awesome. Your family, amazing. And we are going to follow you on your journey. And also, uh, love to speak with you more uh, in a later show about leadership and how difficult it is to do what you've just said, but how important it is. So uh, let me say thank you, thank you, thank you again. And uh, uh, we'll be talking with you, and uh, I'll make sure that folks get the information about the expedition. Well, thank you so much. It's been a, it's been a great time. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Well, join me, Dr. Pat, next week right here on voiceamerica.com at 8 a.m. Pacific time for Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Next week, we will have with us Dr. Harry Wong, the director of the Active Life Medical Center in San Francisco. He is a diplomat with the National Board of Chiropractors, but more importantly, Dr. Wong is one of the nation's top experts on the detoxification program uh, outlined in Clear Body, Clear Mind. And he's also... You know, near and dear to my heart, he's a mega motorcyclist. So we're going to hear, talk about bicycles today. Next week, who knows, motorcycles. So, um, you know, join us next week again. I am Dr. Pat Basile. My website is www.crustbusting.com. Uh, come and visit us there. Send us your comments. You can reach me uh, in Seattle at 206-525-9599. And remember this, this is what we do here. We bust the crust. We had major crust busting today. So remember to name and claim your heart's desires. Live, move, and breathe from your real self the crust busting way. And remember, crust busting allows you to live life full out. Each day, every day, beginning this day. Until next week, 
let's chop up a few of those big chunks, and let's talk about it next week. So stay tuned uh, for Voice America's program, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Pasilli. Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com. 